good, dude. Oh, freezing like last mm-hmm. week. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was <sighs> a little better than yesterday, which is a little better than before. A couple days was uh, a couple days was rough, man. It was ugly. I... Man, you ain't seen ugly. Yeah, no, and I'm good. <laughs> I'm good. Like it's so it's so ugly out. Like it's super quiet. Like uncomfortably quiet outside. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like. Like what is going on out here? Yes, no, other than that, man, uh, good man. Apparently, uh, it's already snowed in some places. Oh yeah, we got snow on the ground right now. Ew, we can have it, man. Yeah, man. Mm. Yeah, it was. Uh, yeah, it was like fucking. It was like fucking sixty fucking degrees on Sunday. Snowed like two inches Monday. What the fuck is that shit? <laughs> and then it was like zero degrees on Tuesday. Yeah, man. Nah, we What's just out of here, man. How you feeling, though? Feeling good, man. Feeling pretty yeah. good. Uh, got my laundry done. Uh, washed my ass today. <laughs> today? <laughs> it made, the way I said it made it sound like I don't do it every day, which I do do it every day. I got, it, uh, <laughs> I got it done today. <laughs> hey, man, there's some people that can't wash their ass every day. That can't or That's don't? That's luxury. Well, I mean, well, I mean, there's some people that can't. I mean, I don't oh, know. Oh, yeah, we yeah, salute them, <laughs> you know, if you can't. <laughs> there's some that just yeah, don't. I, I, remember, I remember my guy, this was uh, Cam, we were living together in Carbondale. It was like a week straight, and he was like, man, fuck a shower. It's like, dude, you are nasty. But he had, dread, <laughs> he had dreads for a while, didn't he? This wasn't even then, bro. This was before then. <laughs> no, but oh, at some point in time. Yeah, man, those little stringy yeah. ass things. Which means he had that he had that shit in him long before. <laughs> he, he looked like Sideshow Bob from fucking uh, The Simpsons with those yeah, dreads. <laughs> but but I did walk in the house one day and he was uh, taking a shit and eating a steak at the same time. I said, "What the fuck are you doing, dude?" Bruh. <laughs> yeah, bruh. Yeah. He said, what are you talking about? I said, dude, you're taking a shit and you're eating a steak. What, Bruh, are you all right? All them doo-doo vapors. <laughs> he said, man, one goes in, the other goes out right there, man. I said, nah, you're fucking, don't fucking work like that shit, bro. <laughs> uh, is that worse than taking your drink in the bathroom? Uh, I feel like it's all bad. Man. Like they say, like piss, like splashes, like five inches in the air. I think whenever you're right. taking a piss. So, like, if you got some explosive doo doo, I'm just, yeah, well I'm just thinking, I'm just thinking right about the doo doo vapors. I, I know, I yeah, I don't, I'm not even gonna mention how some of the stuff that's, you know, but that's just that's bathroom talk. <laughs> I feel like you can't even. I feel like you can't trust white dudes with dreads. Oh, dude, I don't know, man. This period, know. like, if you, if you, if he's ever had know. them, you just, you just know he's probably not somebody to be trusted. I think I know, like, I don't, like, I know one dude that has them. He lives in Hawaii. <laughs> 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 so he's probably on the uh, beach where he sets house. Oh man. Yeah, but yeah, I don't. I can't think of anybody. Like, I can't even think of like anybody like on TV. <laughs> like, it's, not, it's not that mandate. Like, look, man, 
know there's a dude. I know there's a dude in this punk rock band uh, that I fucks with, and they've been going from like since the '80s, and he's had dreads since the '80s. I can only imagine how that dude fucking smells. <laughs> I didn't even think about that. How he smells ill. Oh, like I was at a like, I, I was at a funeral, and uh, one of the guys up there, like by the like where everything was going on or whatever, you know, you uh, hug people, whatever, and I gave him a hug. Man. Stunk. <laughs> Dude. That shit was, oh, man, I couldn't handle it. I don't know. If you can handle it, props to you. You want to bring it up at the next meeting? Uh, next meeting? You know, the, next, <laughs> the meeting you keep telling me you're going to take me to, I never have time to go to. One of y'all meetings. <laughs> Man, maybe. Maybe. I'd be scared to bring it up. Tell them. Brethren? Well, he looks in Hawaii. Brothers? Yeah. Eggs, nah, man. Mm, 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 mm. Nah, man. Ain't, uh, ain't really shaking over here, man. Been uh, another one of them weeks, man. I, gotta, I have a, a free weekend coming up. I don't know what to do with it. Um. Yeah, man. I don't know what that's like. Forgot what that was like. like I don't know what people do. I'm to travel to the other city, man. I might just stay my ass home and play video games. Yeah, I hear that, man. I just There's got to Call that. of Duty. That shit, bro. I, I bought a. I bought God of War two weeks ago and ain't even played it yet. It'll take you a weekend to get through that. That's Easy. How, that's how behind I am. That shit is the greatest hits already. <laughs> I got that new Call of Duty. I haven't enjoyed a Call of Duty in the last like five or six Call of Duties, but this one I'm fucking with. I ain't played it since the last Modern Warfare, actually. Not like that. Well, this is this is the new Modern Warfare. Story yeah. mode is sick. Redbox that shit, bro. Redboxington. Oh, man, I might find some... I might find some drugs and just lay low. Or I might, you know, I don't know. I might go do something. Where is my oyster, man? I might go see something in this city. I don't know. There might be there might be something in that city that you ain't seen yet. I'm absolutely sure there is, but am I motivated to go see it? <laughs> uh, weather's nice. Fuck it. Hit the streets. Yeah. Hit the streets. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Ain't nothing wrong with that. You sound tired. It's a long time, man. Been uh, boy, been after it, man. Boy, been after that. it. You know me, man. But nothing like exciting after it. Just, just regular adulting. See, that's the that's the beauty of the it being so cold and shitty here right now. Is we're fucking dead at work. I don't know, man. Thanksgiving coming up. I got to decide what I want to do. See if there's anything going on in the city or from a travel, which. That might be dead, man. That's a long drive. Plus that ticket, that plane ticket is crazy. And the airports will be fucking crazy. Padded out of that. I already know that's the most, that's the hottest ticket in the, in the U.S. right now, a plane ticket. So. Get in line. Yeah, man. But yeah, man, you know what? Let's, uh, let's get it going, man. I want to thank y'all for pressing play on episode 52. Of the hard camera, T-H-C-L-I-I, and I am your guy, Juve, J-U-V, Sunny Visual. I'm sitting here with my tag team partner, Big Grin, the legendary, and together we are the Enforcers. Big Grin, man, let me know how they can reach you on the social media player. 
Will do, amigo. Y'all can find me on uh, Snapchat at MoffedUp316, M-A-A-F-F-H-H-D-U-P-316. And y'all can also find me on Twitter and Instagram at A-Motherfucker, A-Underscore-M-A-A-F-H-U-C-K-A. Ah. Hit me on Twitter and the Instagrams at Juvie Desayuno, J-U-V-I-D-E-S-A-Y-U-N-O. Hit the show page on the Twitter and the Instagrams at The Hard Camera. Spell like it should be. We get down with the English. Check out Facebook.com slash Juve. Um, and go Spotify. listen to our archive on Spotify, man. We've got uh, both of the best ofs and then our most recent episodes, too. Get you caught up, man. See what this vibe is about. Help us pay our bills, please. <laughs> Go check us out on Spotify. Tell everybody you know. And uh let's get it cracking, man. So we um we uh we just had AW full gear. You know, before we get to full gear, man, we talked about Jordan Miles and I just found this out before we got on the air. Um we talked about the Jordan Miles WWE saga. Have you uh you seen the latest news? I quit, didn't he? My man's put out a spirited, spirited video uh, leaving WWE. He called Jordan Miles his slave name, which is strong words. He said he does. He said he does this for the culture. Um, my man was so mad. You know how people get mad and like you get so mad that you gotta stop yourself. Man, this month. <sighs> yeah. Uh, he did. He did one of those. <laughs> um. <laughs> Uh yeah man so I guess you know I had a feeling we uh, after this story broke we wouldn't see Jordan Miles and at least in a ring for a long time uh yeah. let alone leaving the company but uh yeah man he's he's up he's up out of there what do you make of uh the Jordan Miles saga what do you see Jordan Miles next uh I actually have no idea man because the first, to be honest with you, the first I heard of Jordan Miles was whenever all this started happening. Mm-hmm. So I have, I really have no idea about him, who he was before all this. And I'm, you know? and I'm, and I'm vaguely, vaguely aware of his work as ACH. Um, there's a lot of independence if I hadn't seen, but I would think that this one. And we talked about it a little bit before, so I'm not, you know, not quite sure what to add, but I imagine. Whatever company he goes to next would be would be taking a, a bit of a PR hit, or if not a PR hit, you know, may wonder about how he he handles business, whether whether right or wrong, right? Uh, yeah. And right or wrong is a matter of subjectivity, but the public way in which he handles business, like I'm not sure who want to take take a take a leap on that. So um, I do wonder. <laughs> What those conversations must have been like. I wonder if we'll ever know. Yeah, yeah. Or maybe the lack of what the conversations were. Maybe he was just so. Maybe he was, he was tight because they wouldn't communicate. I don't know. There's a, there's a lot we don't know about that. This is true. I mean, he does have you know a, a bit of a valid point with you know race relations in WWE at least portrayal. I don't want to say behind the scenes, but. You know, we talked about how, how, how shaky shit, shit can seem on, on that TV screen, but we'll see, man. Keep keep your eyes peeled for for formerly known as Jordan Miles, now once again known as ACH. Um, 
Yeah, but yeah, in the world of WWE land, we're building toward the Survivor Series. Um, the the big news coming out of the week is that Lana's pregnant or something. Um, Raw and SmackDown are just killing it, man. Killing themselves. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Man, yeah, it's uh, it's uh. I feel, I feel bad for everybody that was up in there in, uh, in the UK show. <laughs> fucking having to sit through a five-hour show of that shit. And not saying it was all bad, you know, but like, fuck, dog. I watched, uh, I watched an IG story of my homegirl who, who is not a fan. But she was watching Raw. <laughs> she was watching... That'll some, happen every once in a while. Well, she, a non-fan will tune in. She was like, watching damn. some kids, and the kids are watching Raw. And so she's seeing the Lana promo. Uh, oh, shit. About... <laughs> <trying to tune in. laughs> and I'm watching her, and I'm, and I'm watching her watch. And she's talking about this story. She goes, this story is so messy. So apparently, Lana has sex with Bobby Lashley, but she's married. And she... <laughs> Yes, she's nine weeks. She she nine weeks pregnant with his baby, but she had sex with other dudes seven weeks ago. And I'm like, yo, this shit it's really is so. <laughs> this shit is so catty. <laughs> catty as fuck. Like, dog. I knew it was a soap opera. Like it's been a soap opera, but damn. Like dude in the flag. Hog Rooster thinks this is like the best shit they got going right now. <laughs> you know, the thing is, like, he may or may not be having a ball with it, but you know, us as the fans, the type of fans we are, we're shitting on it, but clearly it's drawing in interest. On YouTube? Or with my homegirl on Instagram talking about how messy it is. And I get, well, yeah, no, yeah, I give you that because yeah. I guarantee there's more people besides her that are like, wow, that I've never right. tuned in, and, and that's what I meant. Like, you you catch a non-fan with with this, or or maybe that type of watcher, but I don't know, man. Maybe we've been doing, maybe we've been looking at this all wrong, all wrong, dog. Man, maybe maybe we've been watching it for the wrestling. So we should need to be watching it for the soap opera. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> maybe we just been we've been watching wrong for twenty plus years. Damn, that could be the case, but I don't. I don't want to believe it. <laughs> <laughs> we, we we watch what we watch for, and Survivor Series is on the build. We'll we'll tackle that show uh, next week. Um, we got the five on five on five. You say what? You see everybody uh, getting all hyped up because CM Punk was on WWE backstage. Uh, yeah. What'd you think of that? Uh. I think his UFC career is in the shitter, and he's taking oh, the money. Yeah, that was dead years ago. Yeah, I never, still, I never, I, mean, I never he, saw him going back to UFC after after I went. He's acting cut now, the check. and yeah, well. but yeah, I'm still not gonna watch backstage. But <laughs> no, neither am I. <laughs> um, but no, he's I mean, yeah, dope, dope addition. Apparently, he won't be there every week, but he'll be a, a regular correspondent. So, and and didn't he just he didn't sign with WWE? He signed no, with no, Fox. This is with Fox. Yes. WWE approved it, but this is with Fox. So, but yeah, we got the five on five on five Survivor Series match coming up. Um, I believe they've announced both Raw and SmackDown teams. Um, oh, correct. And we're still looking to, we're still looking to create the the five men for NXT. Who do you, who do you see on the on the NXT team? Shit, man. 
Um, if I well, Gargano's out. I believe so. so that's yeah. that's that's not happening with him. Um, shit. Uh, be a couple guys from EU or UE. I'm sorry. Um. Uh, no, they're all busy. They're all tied up. Oh shit, they are. Yeah, they are. Okay, well, fuck. Okay, let's go. Uh, let's. I mean, dude, they're, everybody from NXT is gonna be pulling double duty. Survivor Series weekend. All the big names, sure. right? Yeah. So it's gonna be it's gonna be Champa, Keith, Riddle, uh, Dream. Is Dream? You know, I don't know if Dream will. I don't know if he's gonna be there. I don't know if you. And I, I know you didn't get a chance to check out uh, um, NXT tonight, but it looks like Dominic Dajakovic might be trying to jump in that fourth slot for for Team Champa. Uh, for War okay, Games. I can dig that. I can um, dig that. It's the only thing I don't dig about that is just like all the shit that was going on with him and fucking Keith Lee a couple yeah. weeks ago, which makes it. And, and, now, and they went face to face. Like they're not happy about being on the same side. Okay, so that's still going. So I see, uh, I see Champa, I see Adam Cole. Got to be Matt Riddle. Um, so Adam Cole's gonna be pulling triple duty. What do you mean triple duty? Well, I mean he's gonna be fighting. He's gonna fight at War Games. Uh-huh. And he's gonna fight in the triple threat match, and he's gonna be in the elimination match. He's not in a triple threat match. I thought he was in the triple threat match. It... Oh, shit. Okay, yeah, they didn't do that. Okay, no. yep. Okay, yeah, my bad. Yeah, I fucked no. that up. Yeah, they're doing that stupid-ass Rey Mysterio Brock Lesnar match. Whack. Yeah. Um, I don't okay. know how I see that one going, but yeah, no, he's in. So he's still free. So I see Cole, Ciampa, Riddle, um, maybe Keith Lee. And you know what? In, in a cool a cool twist of drama, man, Finn Balor should probably be the fifth guy. Yeah, yeah, fuck yeah. I mean, to to solidify the NXT team and, you know, go against well, the Raw and SmackDown Super Bowl. But they, they've got something brewing slowly with, with uh, Finn Balor. And, again, you didn't get to see NXT, but looks like his first feud may be Matt Riddle. I fucks with it. Wait, I, I, I got home and the, and the TV was on because uh, I have the TV on for Junior when yeah. I go to work. But I heard... I had heard Finn just came out. I ran in the living room with my eyes closed and grabbed the phone and turned that shit off. Because <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't want to, you know, I didn't want to spoil nothing. I didn't want any spoilers. Oh, that's funny. That's funny. But yeah, man, we'll uh, yeah, we'll we'll dig in deep to Survivor Series next week. Um, but we had uh, AEW's full gear this past weekend. Uh, let's update these numbers first, man. I went six of eight. For the night, you actually went five of eight. However, you did pick up an extra point because Kenny Omega and John Moxley was the last match of the night. Uh, so you end up going six of eight total uh, with, with, with the extra point there. So we both went six of eight. <laughs> yeah. Um, bringing your total to 47 out of 86 for 54.66%. I am sitting at 54 out of 86, 62.79%. <laughs> Excuse me. Pardon me. As uh, we get into the full swing, man, by halfway through the season. 
We're on the way, man. Um, overall, though, what'd you think of Full Gear? It's full send. <laughs> full send. Tell me more. <laughs> I enjoyed the hell out of it, man. Yeah. It was, I mean, every match was fucking good. I mm. mean, starting off with the Bucks and uh, uh, Proud and Powerful. I don't know if I really like their new name. But... I don't really like that name. It's a dope, it's a dope song. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know if I know the song, but... Uh, but I mean, no, yeah, I enjoyed, I'm, I thought, uh, Jericho and Cody was kind of slow. Mm-hmm. Um, the triple threat tag match was fucking sick. Yeah. And well, I- yeah, let's, let's break it down then. Um, cause I, you know what? I actually thought full gear was like. You know how we've had, um, you know how WWE kind of had like a, a slight run of like decent but unmemorable shows, pay-per-views over the over over summer. I would say Full Gear was like a step above that. Like it was honestly, I feel like some of the matches didn't live up to the expectations that we had, or at least that I had for it personally. Match of the night for me was Cody and Chris. That was by far a match of the night for me. What, what was match of the night for you before we go further? Oh, uh, the unsanctioned. Uh, last match. Gotcha. Yeah, I like that one too. That was probably that was probably number two for me. Um, they built up to more and more carnage, but I like the overall emotion of what Cody and Chris was. I, I'll take that one. Um, it didn't mean a lot more, considering the my match of the night was unsanctioned. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, and outside of you know the records, but like you know, the the Cody and Cody and Chris just pulled me in more with the stipulation, with um, the the drama of the match, with the drama of the ending, which we'll definitely get to. Uh, so overall, yeah, that was that was for me. Just 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 by a hair. Um, of course, like I said, there was a story in the unsanctioned match, but it just didn't you know didn't didn't take it all the way there for me. Um, they opened the night with Bucks versus Proud and Powerful. I really thought that match would be. It wasn't bad. It, it, it seemed like they held. It seemed like they held back a little bit. Like I was expecting a little more. Man, super cell Saturday night with Ortiz, baby. <laughs> that super kick. Dog. <laughs> I lost it. I lost yeah. it on that shit. You definitely saw. How'd you? What'd you think of the match overall? I thought it was good. I mean, uh, what happened was what we expected to happen. You know. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, Ortiz and fucking Santana, they can fucking go. And, I don't know, like, I like the I like the Bucks. Yeah. But it's just, like, I don't know. It's, I'm, I don't know if I want to say I'm getting tired of the Bucks. Really? I don't know, man. It just, it's like. Sacrilege. The, the duel, I know, I know, right? Fucking <laughs> cross, man, dang. <laughs> 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 but, like, I don't know, like, all, like, the, the same moves. Not saying that they're doing the same moves, but like the same moves at the same time. Like I don't know, it's just kind of starting to get like, yeah. It's just like, here, like here we go again, and 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 always going into the matches. I don't know if that's going to be the way it's going to be. You know what I mean? But whenever it plays out like that, it's like, here's the Bucks. Like, <laughs> I do, and maybe and and maybe it it might be. I might be saying that because. I've seen a lot more of the Bucks than I've seen of Santana and Ortiz. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I kind of feel you though. I know I've noticed that with I noticed that with a few of their matches. Um, actually, yeah, their AEW matches. The latter match with the Lucha Bros. 
uh, the the tag team match against Dustin and Cody, they do seem to the 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 they have certain spots that seem a little too choreographed. They're too in tune to be in tune type thing. Yeah, like. yeah, yeah. Because it involves too many other people, and so it kind of comes off as a little more contrived. Um, exactly. Yeah. No, I I, I definitely. I've seen them bad. Right, 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 right. Well, like, yeah. No, I definitely, I definitely rock with the Bucks, but yeah, no, I, I, I see it exactly. Um, yeah, I've noticed that the last few matches, they've, they've got a few, a few spots that seem a little okay. Let me, yeah, we, we talked about this. <laughs> so, otherwise, I mean, yeah, like I said, the match happen. was good. The match was dope. Um, it just, it just feel like they held back, and it seems like they did hold back with uh, the new development on AW Dynamite tonight, the, the backstage fight. Dude, that's one thing that I do that I, I mean, I, I love AEW mm. and I, I love backstage brawls. <laughs> <laughs> like, it just reminds me of, like, old SmackDown. <laughs> you know? Like Somebody's in the back, was, yeah. Like, 99, you know? Right, right, right. Limo pull well, like, up. I was, and... I was wondering tonight, though, I mean, well, I mean, on, um, I was wondering on this past week at AEW, uh, so are we still going to be getting... So Bucks and Ortiz and Santana, that's gonna be going for a little bit now. Looks like the story's gonna continue, man. They had a hell of a hell of a fight back there. Um shout out to Orange Cassidy hanging out. That was uh, hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, I wonder what the fuck he was doing in there. <laughs> yeah. Let me let me ask you this, because this kind of ties into um the Cody MJF promo tonight as well. Do you think that like, I love seeing Orange Cassidy, right? Yeah. But do you think it took away from what that moment was supposed to be? Uh, I know exactly what you mean, because I feel like AEW has done that a couple times. Yeah. Previously. Like, a couple weeks ago, whenever they had the tag team title match, and they just panned away to Jericho and the Elite, or the Inner Circle. Yeah. Going to their box up there, and, like, everybody in the crowd just, like, lost lost momentum with the match that was going on in the ring. And yeah, they do seem to do that a little too often. I don't think this this time around, I don't think it really took away from much because mm-hmm. it was just kind of like, maybe maybe they're doing that to give like a little break in the action. They're like, oh, ha ha. And, and that's what I mean. Know? Like, like yeah, it was, a, it was a quick comedic moment, but it was supposed to be advancing this fight. And so you throw Nick through the door, and Santana kind of pauses, but then Matt hits that super kick right on time as the door closes. Like, clearly it was still an intense fight, but does that comedic spot kind of lessen the impact at all? I mean, like, I mean, if it was, I mean, if it was you or I, you know, in that fight or whatever, and you toss somebody through that door, I wouldn't expect anybody to be on the other side of it. Right. <laughs> you know? True enough. True enough. <laughs> and they're like, oh, there's, there's orange. <laughs> <laughs> Good old orange. I'm going to close that door and let him go back to what he was doing and yeah. pop. Just Chilling, kicked. right. <laughs> Chilling. But yeah, no, that's going to be fun to see where that, where that feud goes. Absolutely. 
Um, looks like we just you see caught... what he said about uh, when they asked him when they asked Orange Cassidy if, they, if he sees himself in the title picture, and he just said probably. <laughs> <laughs> That guy is cool, man. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> cool as fuck, really, man. Yeah. I, I mess with I mess with orange, man. We'll see where that goes, man. I was gonna say we caught the end of the feud uh, on this past episode of Dynamite, but at uh, at AW Full Gear, man, Hangman Adam Page took it, man. Defeated Pack clean in the middle of the ring. Watching the show, I you know I I, I kind of thought that I know we both chose Hangman Adam Page, but there came a time where I was saying, okay, you know maybe Pack takes this, and we we see the the beginnings of a heel turn for Adam Page, um, getting back on track, but no, um, Adam Page took it, man. That was a fight, like they fought. Yeah, no, it was it was a drop down slobber knocker. Yeah, stomping mud holes, fucking match. Call that boy country strong. <laughs> country strong that's fact no, I mean that was that was actually the exact way I planned for that match to go as far as it's a hard hitting nature yeah I mean it was it was just a fun one Adam Page needed that win and we've seen what happened tonight true <laughs> as he, uh, he he dropped that fall to pack and uh in convincing Pac- fashion too, like mad convincing. Oh, yeah, <laughs> you think Pac should have been or Pac should have been fucking uh, disqualified? It man, it was close. It was cl- Dude, it was close. Like how many like how many times does it take to like get in the middle of this? It was close, yeah. man. Between the stomps on the head and him not yeah. letting go of uh, the brutalizer, it was close. <laughs> it was close. I liked and didn't like the throwbacks to the full gear match. Yeah, I agree. Like the um, the the ref spot in the corner and catching the low blow and and whatnot. Um, I like that they reversed the whole brain buster on the chair thing because when he hit that on Saturday, oh, did you see uh, Adam Page's back? Yeah, I was fucked. Yeah, so. Yeah, no, I definitely thought uh, they were doing the brain buster on the chair tonight, and it was a sick, cool, smooth reversal. Yeah, I wasn't mad. I was not mad at all. Oh. One thing that I, I don't necessarily like about the commentators on AEW is mm. they kind of telegraph shit. You know what? Jim Ross and Tony <laughs> Schiavone do seem like the jaded old men a little bit. Yeah, boomers, dog. (laughs) Yeah, and it leaves Excalibur to try to, like, get it back on track for getting the product backed over this product. Like, the the number of times... Now, granted, there's so many damn Tope Suicidas throughout the night, but... (laughs) Like, the side banter between Jim and Tony about Tope Suicidas, it's, it's, it's... It's... Boomer. Boomer sooner. Boomer, yeah, dude, boomer. dude, you know this is gonna be this is gonna be hilarious. Like mm. when this whole boomer thing came around, like I heard about this like six months ago. Yeah, I'm like, what the fuck is a boomer? Like I thought it was some motherfucker from Oklahoma. Yeah, see, <laughs> right, <laughs> right. Like I thought they were just talking shit about people from fucking yeah, Oklahoma. I didn't know it was double. baby boomers. Yeah, yeah. So, but yeah, man, the way they talk is just kind of funny sometimes. It's uh. Definitely got a jaded nature to it. 
<laughs> interesting to see where 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 they go next. It looks like uh, Pike has definitively defeated uh, Adam Adam Page. Has got to shoot uh, Pike somewhere up in the rankings, right? I mean, if not number one. Oh uh, yeah, no. I believe yeah, they were the two uh, and three. So. And then next week we got uh, in Indianapolis we've got that twelve uh, man battle royal or whatever. And yeah, then, uh, so I caught part of that. What is what is that about? Uh, I have no idea who's in it. They didn't announce who's in it or anything, but whoever wins gets a fucking ring. Sounds like twenty four seven type bullshit to me. Kind of like an old battle bowl. Gets an old battle bowl ring. Yeah. Gotcha. Gotcha. That's gotcha. yeah. Okay. Okay. I see. Well, yo, pushing forward, um, Sean Spears and Joey Janela had a had a quick match, decent match. Sean Spears got his win. Uh, nothing to really kind of telegraph there or talk about there. Um, Joey Janela came out tonight, and they got into it. Or... Yeah, and they, yeah, that likes to continue a little more, a little longer. Um, let's see, Rio. Let's uh, yeah, Rio defeated Emi Sakura. Um. In a cool match, I'm still not. I'm still not convinced. I'm not on the Rio train yet, but no, she's just like, too, like I don't know. She's just too small for me, and not to take away from any small people out there, <laughs> you know. But like, it's just, oh, it doesn't. It doesn't work for me. Yeah, just... hasn't been quite convincing yet. Um, a dope closing sequence, though. They they really close oh, yes. that match really really strong. So I'll, I'll give them that. Um, we had the live coverage over on the tweet, the the the, the tweet master, uh, or on the hard camera on on the Twitter, um, tweeted out. You know, there was a dope part of storytelling there, where uh, Amy Sakura had latched on to Riho's ankle, um, and we know the story of them being the teacher and the student. You know, we pointed out it was it was almost to, it was almost to say uh, as if to say, no, 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 don't outgrow me just yet, like. Don't break free so from me yet. Learn. Yeah, tons to learn. And uh, the one and only Emmy Sakura herself favorited that tweet. That's tight. No so way. It's uh, looks like that we we might have been on to something there over over at the hard camera on 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 the twitters. Um, you do very well work. Hey man, gotta do great work. Um, but yeah, so I mean, serviceable match. Um, still, still building the, the women's division. Speaking of the women's division, I, I don't want to uh, overlook this. Uh, Britt Baker defeated B Priestley on the pre-show, and then Awesome Kong came and made herself very known. So, what's with uh, Brandy and Awesome Kong? What's the deal with that? You know, we they've been hinting at it for for a while now. Uh, we're just getting a little bit more of the the character development aspect. Brandy has apparently snapped, and, and, and she from she, what though? She with the shits now. I don't know. We'll we'll hear we'll hear soon enough. <laughs> but we she with the shits now. She taking cats' hair, homie. She's snagging cats' hairs, dog. Snatching them bald. Oh man! Snatching wigs back, son. So they out here taking out here taking scalps and whatnot. So I'm intrigued though. I'm very intrigued. Oh, I am too. Yeah, I'm very intrigued. So we'll awesome Kong's gonna be a force to be reckoned with. Eight million ways to die. She's one. That's a dope ass intro. <laughs> That's hard. Oh, shit is hard. <laughs> That's hard. <laughs> Straight up, man. 
Um, so I, mean, I know we're going to see, or eventually going to see, Awesome Kong and Nyla. That seems to be, yeah, that seems to be a, a collision course type. You know what? And, and they can't do that shit too soon, though. That's what I'm kind of leaning to, because in this iteration, if they do it, and Awesome Kong has to go over. Like, Awesome Kong is steamrolling right now. She's taking scalps. Yeah, but the um, only match that fucking Nyla's had before this past Wednesday was at, uh, shit, uh, against Double Rio. Yeah. Over at what All that? Out, yeah. Yeah, All Out, yeah, I'm sorry, mm-hmm. yeah. I think she's had a, a AW dark match. Um, okay. But yeah, yeah, kind of limited since the first uh, since the first episode of Dynamite. But yeah, man, um, I'm 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 keeping my eye on on Awesome Kong and and Brandy Rhodes. Um, we had the triple threat tag match, man. SCU defeated the Lucha Bros and Private Party. Um, they kind of picked up toward the end for me. But it, it, it something something didn't feel right. At, like throughout most of the match, like it didn't catch on between the in ring action and the the crowd itself. I, I know I know in the intro of the show I said it was fire, <laughs> but like thinking about it now, like there there was definitely something that was missing, and like it just didn't. Yeah. All the pieces didn't fit together. It felt didn't like click all the way especially, right, especially like at the ending. Like I don't know. This is the second time that SU's. Well, they won the titles and they defended the titles, and both endings just felt kind of lackluster. Really? I yeah, hear, I, I you know, like the crowd. The crowd didn't seem into it and shit like that, and like I don't know. They didn't know. seem invested, yeah. Until until just kind of the when it started breaking down toward the end, everybody was diving and whatnot. Um, yeah, we did see the return of the fallen angel, Christopher Daniels. That was- that was tight. Good to see him back. Um, it, it, that yeah, add another layer to the the SCU Lucha Bros rivalry. I'm I'm interested to see where that goes too. So, they're the I gotta give them this man. They're they're building things outside of just the title picture. They've got other stories going on than just here's a title. Let's fight. So, oh yeah, well, that's that's one of the reasons I'm starting to love AEW even more and more. Coherent storytelling will will take you far with me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, let's go to my match of the night, man. Um, I loved, I loved how it built. Like I said, Cody, Cody's got this drama thing down pat, man. Um, he dropped the promo. Listen, uh, contender for promo of the year. How he went from undesirable to ungoddamn deniable. Um, Falling up a little short, man, against Chris Jericho. Talk me through the match, man. Well, what you liked about it, what you didn't like. I don't think it was his fault. That, you know. Well, no, the but the, the match itself, though, what did you think about it? Oh, I mean, like like I said, I thought it was a bit slow. Yeah. But I enjoyed it. I mean, from the him diving over the top rope and fucking smashing his whole fucking face up. Hard and way then, scraping, yeah. Like, dog, like, you can't fake that. <laughs> <laughs> no. Because, you know, from the original angle, like, you couldn't tell. But when they showed the reverse angle, he ate like, all of that. Yeah, like, I mean, the first <laughs> thing you saw in the regular angle was just the blood. And I was like, oh, fuck. Right. And, I mean, why did they do that? Like, why did they put the ring up there like that with the with the, with the ring? <laughs> it, know, was like, old, it was a, oh, I mean, it was a, um... 
a tribute to the old old Clash of the Champions, old WCW Clash of the Champions. Uh ECW did do it later too, but kind of an ode to the the early '90s Clash of the Champions, probably up to like '93, '94, and not even just Clash of Champions, but WCW period. They used to do that for a lot of their their shows. I always kind of liked it as a young buck. Uh, Oh, no, no pun intended. It's different. Yeah, you know, but not the match. All of that. The match, no, it was it was good. You know. I enjoyed it. Um, it. I mean, where where are we going now? Oh, plenty of ways. I mean, yeah, there's plenty of ways. But talking through it, like, let's hear it. I I I really like the match, man. Um, like I said, Cody's got the drama thing down pat. He's probably AW's biggest baby face. Um, you know, I think because of his journey of going from undesirable to ungoddamn deniable. Stepping away from the machine and, and building this place has made him the default number one baby face. But the boy is damn good, man. Oh, yeah. Like, between his father and his brother, like, he's soaked up so much game on how to build and and, and make people invest their emotions. Um, he's had a lot of time to solidify his craft. Yeah, sure. absolutely. Yeah, 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 like, the man has been doing this for over 10 years. I mean, oh shit, probably what? Closer to what, 13, 14 years between uh Yeah, I'll say like I'm gonna top it off fifteen. Yeah, because Legacy like, was like that though. Legacy was ten long. years ago. And so he had the tag team with, with Bob Holly. So I mean, yeah, about eleven, twelve years at least, at least from WWE, so But but really is that that long though? I mean 12 years? I mean, shit. Look at... That's kind of a while. He's young, it's, though. It No, but that's... But, like, my point is, that is a... That seems like... To me, mm. that doesn't seem like a long time. But for mm. where he's at now, it seems like he's been in the game for a whole longer than that. He carries it like it... Like it... Like it's been longer. Yeah. I mean, but shit, 12 years is a long time. For me, at least. You know. I feel yeah. But then we get to uh, we get to the ending, man. Chris Jericho defeats Cody. MJF threw in the towel. Tell me what you thought about the finish first before we get to the aftermath of the finish. Tell me what you thought about the finish. The towel getting thrown in. Yeah. Shit was whack. Really? Yeah, he should have went out. He should have just went out limp. Passed out. Yeah. I hear you. And I'm sure that's what he would have won. I mean, that's what shit. He wouldn't. He wasn't going to tap. Cody himself would have preferred it. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I, you know, I thought it was. Uh, <laughs> and I texted you. Uh, you may, you may not have caught it, but I thought it was brilliant. <laughs> oh yeah, no, I caught that. Um, even before, even before the aftermath, I thought it was a brilliant way to. Cause like I said. I feel like Chris Jericho's gonna be the champ for a while. I, I, so he he just got the inner circle. It was too soon for him to lose the title, right? So it was a yeah. great way for Jericho to win, but also save Cody because Cody A didn't pass out, he didn't tap, and he didn't get pinned. Someone else did it for him. And again, before the aftermath, if you look at it, let's say MJF was being sincere, he threw in the towel because Cody wasn't gonna get out of that. So he saved Cody from himself and from Chris Jericho, but then you add in the aftermath. Oh man! You think they could have waited? 
in a and expanding on the friendship. Yeah, I mean, I will not wait for the the turn. <laughs> right. Um, I'm not mad. I'm not mad. I'm not mad either. I mean, I was. I'm not mad, but I I definitely was not expecting it to be. This I early. wasn't. And that's the thing too. It's like we for, like we knew it was happening. We knew it was gonna happen, but we still somehow forgot. <laughs> and that might be the best part of part of it, though, that we weren't yeah. expecting to turn that early. Yeah, and the thing is too, like, I, and I'm good at happening when it did because because I mean, hell, like, for Cody to keep trusting MJF after a while, when everyone in the world knows he's a bastard, he may have Makes looked sense. stupid, <laughs> like. That's a good look, though, too. Yeah. So, he, he made... As weird as it sounds... Say it again. As weird as that sounds, it is a good look for him to look stupid on keeping keeping ties with MJF as long as he did. <laughs> There's loyalty. Well, I mean, for it to keep... I mean, because MJF is a bastard to everyone. So, for him, for Cody to see that and somehow just keep being oblivious, it would make him look stupid. So, I'm not mad that he, he turned when he did. Um, and that makes that much more sense with the towel throwing in too. Like he cost him that, and then kicked him in the nuts, and then broke free. Um, to the moon. Say it, again. No, it wasn't to the moon. I didn't catch that. Just, just, oh my god! I it <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was me. like the it was like the shit. What are they? The, the ozone layer. That's was, where they went to. <laughs> Just broke the ozone layer, but they came back though. That's funny as shit. Yeah, man. And that's what I was gonna mention as far as the uh the Jericho MJF promo. Like Yeah, there was a serious moment. Was did they go did they do too much with the do you wanna join the inner circle? I don't know. You want me to join the inner circle? But do you wanna join the it was funny the first time. It was fun. Yeah, and then it kept it was like, all right. So who? So who's gonna fucking say something? Right. <laughs> like, but all it was was a retread of the Chris Jericho Kevin Owens promo on Roman Reigns from a years a few years back. I even think about that. That's exactly what it was. Yeah, they um, in but the punchline there was like, we know who to blame. Roman Reigns. They did it together. But tonight it was we know who whatever whatever Cody Rhodes. So I mean it was it was you know a retread of the same promo, but. Entertaining for what it was, I um. Well, clearly we we MJF has a date with with Cody Rhodes. That's gonna be uh you know more drama, more emotion. I'm down for that. We saw the debut. What's the name? Wardlow. Yeah, who is that fucking guy? I seen some videos um on you know a couple of AEW shows, but I don't know a thing about him. But um. Listen, if somebody's going to have a bodyguard, if someone's going to have a, a big, huge bodyguard to have his back, MJF is the perfect guy to have that. Big, yeah. big dickhead, big mouthy dickhead. Pause. And then, yeah, Wardlow backing him up. That's a good look. Yeah, he's got look. the same tie as uh, MJF's uh, scarf. I so. did not see that. Yeah. That is awesome. <laughs> it's basically the same pattern. Yeah, that is awesome. I did not see that. I like that a lot. I like that a lot. Um, and before we move forward to the main event, um, as far as where we're going next, man, they might be building some on the low with Scorpio Sky, man. Um, the way they've kind of put him over as far as how he won the titles, how he defended them at uh, 
at uh, Full Gear and how you defeated Chris Jericho in the tag match. I, dude, I didn't expect that shit tonight. I mean, yeah. just because, like, they fucking they were talking about, well, if this match goes over, it'll be on YouTube. And it's like, God right. damn it. <laughs> like, <laughs> not going to do that to us. Come on now. Because, right. like, I paused and there was five minutes left. And I was like, fuck. Right. Five minutes? That's a long time. But, no, nah, dude, I, I didn't. I mean, I didn't expect. If anybody was going to get pinned tonight, it was going to be Sammy. I hear you. I hear you. That did not happen. Yeah, building the story. Chris is down to build that story. Um, so we'll keep our eye on the world championship scene. But uh, rounding out the night, man, we had it. The unsanctioned match. John Moxley taking out Kenny Omega. That match was damn near 40 minutes, I want to say. It just built and built and built. Uh, what do you think about the match overall? Shit was fucking hard, dude. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they pulled out. They pulled it all out. <laughs> no pun intended. <laughs> no pun intended. <laughs> <laughs> it's intended now. Go ahead. <laughs> I mean, like, I mean, where do you begin? I mean. It was a nonstop mayhem the whole time, and for both those guys to go almost—I mean, almost fifty plus minutes—you know—doing that shit, yeah. it's just out of this world. I mean, the fucking the barbed wire bed going through the fucking the AEW structure there down by the stage. I mean, to pull off the fucking the the ring gear, exposing that wood down to. Yeah, just down to the fucking wood, like motherfucker, dude. Y'all are out of your mind. <laughs> that uh, those shards of glass from the uh, the table. Man, I mean, Kenny Omega fucking brushing Mox's back with the fucking barbed wire Bar- broom. Wire like, broom. I forgot here, about that, dude. <laughs> that fucking screwdriver, dude. Yeah. Ice pick Omega. I'm saying. <laughs> I compared this to uh, Shawn Michaels had a match with Mankind during his uh, first title reign where it was like the match that, that let people know that Shawn could fight. Like, he's not just a technical wrestler as a high flyer. Shawn is tough, and Shawn can fight. This was Kenny Omega's Mind Games 1996. This was oh, a yeah. match that let you know Kenny can fight. Kenny can fight. Kenny can fight. Um, he can't get cleared, but he can fight. <laughs> I loved that little wrinkle. I loved that little wrinkle where the doctor was telling Kenny he he's not cleared, but Kenny asked about John Moxley, but he asked in a way that's like, yeah, I fucked him up too, huh? Doctor was like, well, nah, son. <laughs> nah, he's about to go out to the ring right now. <laughs> he said, nah, son. That oh. training partner was like about to cry. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> So I like that. I like that wrinkle where they're gonna add a little more to you know Kenny Omega if him and his him and his self doubt. Now this match didn't count as in his in his record, but it's it's gonna count in his mind and his heart. So we we still got whooped though. Still got whooped though. <laughs> so we're gonna see some more Kenny Omega. But I like that little wrinkle how they how they they let him know. Nah, see, nah that, John's still clear. That right there is one of the reasons that I'm starting to love AEW even more because they do little shit like that mm-hmm. just to make it seem more sincere, I guess. I hear you. You know? Yeah. As far as Kenny, uh, he said he's not clear, but he'll be back soon. But uh, John Moxley, 
as he uh, after after he uh, after he had his match, um, he he let it be known to locker room man, ain't none of y'all. I whoop every nigga up in here. <laughs> <laughs> I whoop every nigga ass up in here. And uh, later that night, man, you know it was it's a match I didn't realize I wanted to see. But Darby Allen stepped up to the plate. He said, "John Moxley." Who else would I have accept. done it? I, mean, I don't know. I had no idea, and like, and thinking that Darby Allen's gonna do it, like, cause, I mean, because like, I'm kind of putting Darby, Darby Allen, and Jimmy Havoc kind of in the same boat. But it would have been it would have been whack if Jimmy Havoc was like, "I'll do it." What makes you, um, just for sake of conversation, what put, what makes you put him in the same boat? Oh, they're just fucking straight psychos, you know. Like they're both kind of the same people, but just just a little bit different. I think the same personality type shit, and just dark and. Jimmy Havoc know. is is definitely Darby Allen's like uncle, who never grew. Yeah, up. exactly. Um, but Darby Allen's cool. Darby Allen's cool as shit. Yeah, he's young. He skateboards. He's got a sick ass he Texas Chainsaw Massacre skateboard. Yeah. <laughs> so like, no, and definitely Jimmy Havoc would have been a letdown had he did it. Um, and that's why that's why Darby Allen was the right guy to do it. He's young. He don't give a fuck. He's got the world. He listen. I did um, a couple months back. It was right after I want to say All Out. We uh, what was it Fighter Fest? I think it was all out. It was all out. Um, I did the homies podcast, Clark Street, uh, Clark Street Wrestling Podcast. Shout out to them. And this was before Dynamite, Dynamite debuted, and they asked, you know, who is going to be that breakout guy for AEW. And I said Darby Allen. The fans just, the fans just take to this guy. I mean, he's kind of like he's kind of like a younger version of Dean Ambrose. I mean, going back to Ambrose's indie circuit and shit, like all the matches that he was doing, and just throwing caution to the wind, fuck everything, you know. And Darby Allen, kind of, kind of. I compared him to a darker Jeff Hardy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I dig that. Like Jeff Hardy was young, like marketable. So like the girls liked him, but the dude is tough. <laughs> the dude is tough and crazy. He took a coffin drop on the apron. He took a coffin drop through a cracker barrel barrel. <laughs> like That's what I'm saying. He did these things. And so to see him try to prove himself against John Moxley. Intrigue. 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 I'm rolling. I'm definitely rolling for that. Next week's show is going to be fucking... It's it's going to be dynamite because yeah. Oof, we got the... <laughs> That's rough. <laughs> it was rough. It came you out. Were, I said it. it. You, were, you, you really took it there. <laughs> but I mean, it's I mean we got we got that battle royal and then we got fucking... I'll, I'll watch it just for that battle royal and goddamn uh, Darby Allen and John Moxley. I definitely have a feeling they're going to they're, they're gonna build something out of this battle royal. So yeah, I'm down for that. Yeah, I was kind of hoping they were going to do this battle royal for, like, whoever wins it gets a title shot or some shit, you know? And you'd have to think it may go toward that. It'd have to be in some kind of consideration. But, yeah, right. 
And and see, I just I thought about it. We only have like we've got how many titles do we have for AEW right now? It's pretty slim. A uh, men's, a women's, and a tag team. We've only got three titles. Mm-hmm. Man, they would be the I, perfect I, I, uh, promotion. I've said this multiple times before. They'd be the perfect promotion for a TV title. That oh that shit! I never thought about that. They'd be perfect promotion for it. Like they they they've taken the best parts of WCW and kind of updated for 2019. WCW was the company with the TV title. Let them put a TV title on and put on a dope ass TV title match every week. Listen, inject that in my veins, dog. I'm rolling. Yeah, feed me. Feed me more. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I'm with it, man. I'm with it. Uh, but that was full gear, man. Um, AEW's on a roll. I'm I'm not mad. The this uh this crowd was hyped. Oh, yeah, for dynamite. They were into it. Um, for they were well, into the crowd's, it for everything. The not been weak at all ever since dynamites came on. Yeah, and that's that, and that's another reason I fucking enjoy it as much as I do because the crowd's not whack, and they're going <laughs> all over. You know, I mean, they're not, you know, they're not going to non-wrestling city. Yeah. I mean, they are going to some non-wrestling cities. They're like picking the smart cities. Washington, yeah. Washington D.C., I've never heard of Washington, D.C. being a super big wrestling town. And that crowd was fucking fire, yeah. the first one. They've, yeah, they got, they got a little history. Not like a Baltimore or a Philly or a Boston, New York. But, yeah, D.C. can definitely get down. But I say, yeah, they're picking smart cities. You know, cities that were old N.W.A. strongholds. Um, cities who enjoy the art form overall and have enjoyed it for years, absolutely. That that makes me kind of not necessarily nervous, but anxious to see how the show in Champagne goes. I'm curious about that too. Um, I mean, you may be able to draw. I was thinking, you know, you may be able to draw a crowd from uh, Chicago. But they're having Chicago so soon, a Chicago show coming soon, maybe from St. Louis. But that's a bit of a drive. Um, so no, I'll be interested in in, in how this this uh, episode of Dynamite goes. Well, that'll be in a couple weeks. They're gonna be in uh, Indianapolis, Indiana, coming uh, next week, which was an old town, which an old old wrestling town. Bobby Heenan made his name there, Dick the Bruiser. But um, wrestling hasn't been the stronghold in Indianapolis that it that it used to be. So well, that's no. interesting too. It is. I mean, fuck, they, they haven't been to St. Louis yet. Right. Yeah. I mean, they're, they're moving Sam smartly. Think I'm much for it, except yeah. for wrestling. Right. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, they seem to be moving <laughs> smartly. Like they're they they've got a, they've got a certain area looking at, and they're kind of migrating slowly. You know, spider web style. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Whoever their 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 uh, travel manager is, it's making sense as far as the shows that they're booking. So. But yeah, man, that was AEW Full Gear. The breakdown and uh, the 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 direction toward whatever show we might be building to next. Uh, I imagine it'll be sometime in January, some kind of quarterly show. Um, that's a I think that's a good model for them. Stick with the the big quarterly show every few months, um, and then go from there. I'm down, man. Still on this AEW train. I'm with it. No, yeah, I'm fucking, I'm riding. Yeah, man. So we've got, uh, as we've been telling you, we've, we've opened up the, the, the floodgates, the Q&A bag. 
these last uh, few episodes where we, we reach out to you guys via Instagram and Twitter and ask you to ask us things. And then we answer the things. So we got a few questions in the Q&A bag. Uh, first off, man, on Instagram, mhacklertv asks, what's your favorite city? Now, first, shout out to shout out to Miss Hackler. Uh, if you guys are anywhere near the Lafayette, Indiana area, uh, she is a reporter there uh, for the local news. Uh, she actually moved there like within days of me leaving city I used to live in. Um, she used to live and live and work in in Minneapolis for a while. Shout out to Miss Hackler. Uh, check her out the, the local Lafayette news. Um, Big Ren, what is your favorite city? Man, I had to. I, yeah, this is, uh, I haven't right. been to too many cities. Yeah, you know, I've been to I've been to a couple. Uh, I'm gonna I'm have to go with the. Uh, I'm gonna have to go with New Orleans. Ooh, talk it. Why? Why New Orleans? And you can't. I mean, I feel like you can't go wrong with New Orleans. If, if you're looking for a good time, if you're looking for good food, you're looking yeah. for nice people. You got New Orleans. You get all mm-hmm. that there. They got a little bit of everything. Yeah, man. I mean, everybody's nice, man. If you're hungry, they'll feed you. Do it yeah. for a party. They'll get you drunk. And if you're looking <laughs> for a nice person, it'll get you drunk. <laughs> yeah, dollars. will get you drunk. <laughs> and I mean, it's just nice people, man. I just feel like I don't know. I, I haven't met too many people. From Louisiana, you know what I mean? But, like, my yeah. dad's been down there multiple times doing, like, a flood cleanup and shit like that. And he's always said that there's nice people down there in New Orleans. I've only been down in New Orleans twice. Yeah. That's more than any other big city I've been to. That I mean, I've been to Chicago multiple times. But that's not really necessarily too far. New Orleans is 10, 12 hours for me, you know. And mm-hmm. I've been there twice. I enjoy the hell out of it every time I go there. Like I said, everybody's nice. They will try to hustle your ass. You better watch out. Facts. <laughs> they coming for your shoes. Man, yeah, and they hit that hustle. Tw- they tried to get me on that one twice. <laughs> but no, nah, I mean, yeah, New Orleans, shit. Good food, good people, good times. You can't beat it. Nice weather, you know, I mean, unless you're there during a hurricane. But Yikes. Yeah, man. I love it down there. How about yeah. you? What you got? You know, New Orleans was great, man. I've I've had a great time in New Orleans every time I've been down there. Um, I don't know. If I can pick just one. I want to get back to Vegas. I visited Vegas when I was fifteen. I got some family out there, and they will they will give porn propaganda to anybody. Um, oh, you ain't lying. Prostitution's yeah. done. Any anybody can get some titties in their hand um, via paper. Um, so I want to see that as an adult. Um, you want to see these on paper as an adult? <laughs> no, I want to see the city as an adult and get into it as an adult. Relax. Um, I want to see, uh, you know, I've been to Miami a few times. You could lose your soul out there. I lost it and got it back. Um, Tampa is gorgeous. What I saw from Tampa. Um, Chicago is always great to visit. Always great to visit. City I used to live in before this was, um, there's a lot more happening in that city than I gave credit for. Um, so I know there's more to see there. Um, wow, wow. You know, I wish I spent more time in Nashville. See, that was one of, yeah, I, I had I had three picks, and Nashville was one of them. Yeah. 
Nashville's a really charming place. I really wish I got to spend more time there. It's a little spread out for my taste, but I really wish I got to spend some more time there. So that's on the list as well. Huh. Interesting. There was a story I was going to tell here, and I just lost my. And I just. St. Louis. We brought up St. Louis earlier. St. Louis has never impressed me. No, bro. I was, I was hoping you were going to say that. Um, just overall. I went, I went there for Mardi Gras once, and it was just. It was. I didn't see what everybody thought about it, you know. And two, they it left a bad taste in my mouth the time we went. Yeah. Um. So we went to listeners. We went to St. Louis for Survivor Series 2014. Uh, this was the Survivor Series where where uh, Sting made his first appearance, and we went there. But it was the same weekend that they were announcing whether they were going to indict. Michael Brown's killers. I'm pretty sure I've told this story here before. Um, but you could just feel the tension in the city. Yeah, like, yo, we were at the bar after Survivor Series, and, like, the news came on. Yeah. And the bartender was like, nope. <laughs> the news came on. It was like everyone stopped their entire conversations. Like, everyone stopped their conversations and were just looking at the TV. And then the bartender, smartest thing bartender could have done, Flip that channel, and it was like, it was like when a hypnotist Everybody snaps his off. fingers. Yeah, <laughs> we're like just back to you're just, just back to life, <laughs> and you don't I that know that dude. <laughs> yeah, you didn't know that you just spent six minutes watching the screen and you forgot. Yeah. But yes, you did buy a hoodie. Props to that dude. Yeah, you bought a stone coat. You still have that hoodie? Fuck yeah, dog! I just washed it yesterday. Was that the dude you? Uh, was that the cop you wanted to like smoke drugs with? Allegedly. Yeah, I was like, I was like, hey, what's up, y'all? Y'all want to go smoke some weed? And he was like, uh, well, actually, I'm a cop. And I was like, oh, I guess, I guess Yo. you don't want to. He was like, well, don't worry because I'm not a cop in this city. <laughs> <laughs> and I proceeded to uh, heckle him to try to buy his Stone Cold Steve Austin uh, hoodie, old school fucking hoodie. I ain't mm-hmm. seen this fucking hoodie in a long time. <laughs> and yeah, I bought I bought that shit off of back of fifty bucks, and it wasn't even my size. It fits me a bit better now. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, was it too big? Was it too small? Bit small. Yeah. Just hugging a bit, you know. <laughs> I had to rip the neck out just a little bit so I could breathe. But yeah, uh, that's funny. That's funny. <laughs> um, but yeah, I guess I can't really say it's dope hotel though. The, the hotel was dope. I, I think they had some dope cookies, too. The um, Central Station Hotel? Yeah. yeah, it was tight. But, you know, I guess I can't really choose a, a favorite city. That's tough. That is tough. I um Maybe the next what one. What the fuck? Hopefully the next city. <laughs> Moving forward, though, we've got Shannon who asked. And Shannon has a two-part question. Uh, one for me and one for you. Um, I'll go with her first question to me. She says, Juve... Does your day job ever make you lonely or think about settling down? Mm. Now, for those who uh, who are who are first time listeners or spotty listeners, um, I DJ weddings um, in in the daytime. Um, I have done. I just counted within the last about twelve thirteen months. I've done upwards of sixty weddings. Um. 
Now, does it make me lonely? There were times at the beginning where I would have to drive home at like two in the morning. I'd be the only man in the world and I'd have to think about like all this love and commitment. I just like took part in. <laughs> so like maybe a lot bit. of I've seen a lot of a lot of love, man. A lot of love and commitment ceremonies. Um so a little bit. I'll tell you this though. If if I ever feel anything, if I have like a black wedding or at least a black groom, I've not had a black wedding, I've had a black groom. Um something about the black groom mother groom dance kind of tugs at me a little bit. Um just for 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 my for what my life is now. That tugs at me a little bit. Um but no, settling down, nah. If and when I do settle down though, the DJ's gonna have it so good. Like I'm gonna know exactly what I want. That I've got that part down. <laughs> that part is down, Pat. Um what I have noticed though, I've seen a lot of younger and younger brides. Now that I live in like the South. That makes sense. I'm seeing like twenty one and twenty two year old brides like See like yeah, like whenever I'm well, my bad, go ahead. No, go ahead, go ahead. I was gonna say like when I moved to where I live now, it's like these kids are like talking like planning my wedding and they're like twenty years old and I'm yeah. just thinking like, God damn, like Ew. you've got you've got a whole lot of life to live. Not saying uh. that you're not picking the right person, but like I've seen shit change in five years. You know, things. You know what? I talked to a coordinator at the last the last show I did, and she said she wants. She was like, "Yeah, well, I want to be engaged between six and nine months from now." And in my mind, I'm like, "This is how I know that this is way more of a status thing, more than ever." Oh yeah. Like I've always, I've always kind of believed that, but. This is such a status thing to be able to say I'm married. And I we listen. I got a lot of love for a quote I said a couple of shows ago where I said that um or I said that love is the only thing where people care about the the terms and conditions more than the value of the product itself. 100%. Terms and conditions, dog. Being able to say that you're married is like a thing for people. It's like a thing. And, but, like, does that even mean anything for, like, their other side? You know what know. I mean? So, I like, is that, is that just good for... Well, I mean, like, not not saying that you know the answer, you know. I don't think anybody knows the answer, but, like, is that what they want? Is just to be able to say, look at this, I'm married. So many people... And I've learned, too, so many people want the ceremony. They don't want the marriage. They want the yeah. hubbub and the party. They don't want the marriage. I feel like the first one's gonna be the best one. I mean, the first, <laughs> I could be wrong. first, first marriage. Yeah, I feel like the first wedding, man. Because like, I mean, I feel like if it happens again, you're like, well, I hope it doesn't go this way, dude. I'll, I'll book know? people. I'll book people who are doing like their second wedding, and they're like, uh, well, I've already done it before. I don't need all the hubbub. I imagine you would want your second wedding to be bigger than your first one. Yeah. Like if you already did all then, this shit and it have, failed, but then you have those, but then you have those big expectations of how you want it to go, and then if it doesn't go that way, it's like, oh well, fuck. 
<laughs> I figure at the very least you would want to erase all the memories of the first wedding and that first person if you're getting married again. Oh no, I no, I no, that's that's no, yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. So, and if it doesn't go that way, it's like well, yeah. shit. <laughs> I'd rather have like if I'm getting married for the second time, I'd rather have like a memorable disaster than like an yeah. okay wedding that didn't shit on my first one. So, damn, remember that guy throwing up all over the place? <laughs> <laughs> I can take that. I'm down for that. I can roll with that. That's funny. That's the type of stuff that amuses me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Shannon asked one more question. Not even a question. More of a like a, a fun demand. Ren, tell us about your first shotgun. <sighs> Lordy. Shinga. Shinga. <laughs> <laughs> Shinga, oh, fuck. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, my first shotgun. Okay. Um, I was trying to think. Okay, yeah. Okay. Um, I think it was whenever me and a couple of my bros, your bros too, uh, they took me up to Chicago, and we were all still in. We were all still in high school. Oh shit! Yeah, we were all still in high school. My parents let me go to Chicago with these guys for the weekend, and like they had no idea what I was doing up there. Like they had no idea where I was staying. I mean, I told them where I was staying. Like, okay, well, <laughs> just make it <laughs> home safe, basically. Yeah, like, we were going to stay with a dude that was like probably like twenty eight, twenty nine. You know, our age right now. And we're like, I was probably like 16, 17. Mm. And fuck yeah, dude. We're staying in Rogers Park in Chicago, shotgun and beers. You know? <laughs> they just handed <laughs> you one and was like, hey, do it this way. Oh, you didn't like it yeah. at first? No, fuck no. Dude. I, didn't, I, didn't, I hated beer at first, bro. Like, they always say beer is an acquired taste, and I always thought that was bullshit, but uh, no, it's the definite truth. <laughs> when did you start to like it? Oh, in Carbondale. Whenever, uh, well, no, not shotgunning. Uh, was it? Well, beer started with beer bong. That's when I actually mm. started liking it because we would fucking just pound beer bongs. And and like like I said, I first shotgun was probably in Chicago back when I was in high school. But like I started liking shot doing shotguns probably uh, within the past like four years. I would say four or five years. Hmm, hmm. And I I couldn't even tell you where I came up with the idea of shotgun Sundays. I mean, I I just now started putting them online. Like I said, probably four or five years ago. And this is even before you could fucking hold hold down on Snapchat and swing to the left and make it video on its own. <laughs> so like I was out you there like value to stabbing shit. this bitch. I was out there stabbing this bitch with one hand and like getting <laughs> on the phone. And like shotgun and beers one hand and just spilling them like all over uh, my fucking self like just nasty like I'd have, I'd have to do them over the sink right. you know because I didn't have nobody and if I had my parents I remember those videotape my shotguns they'd fuck it up and I'd have to do another <laughs> so it's like you're getting me even drunker here mom or dad because <laughs> you can't figure out how to fucking film this video right <laughs> that is a fucking <laughs> mom and dad. <laughs> Mom, you're fucking up my shotgun video. Jeez. 
Holy shit. Uh, I could never beer bong. I've never tried to, but I just think the idea of like all that liquid down my throat at once just ain't going to work. Like, whenever I lived in that house, uh, that house you stayed at, at me with uh, yeah. on Elizabeth Street, yep. that's where it all started. Like, one day, buddies came back to the house, and they fucking made a beer bong with a valve on it, you know? Oh, man. We could we could fit, like, three, like, we could probably fit a six-pack in this bong. Yeah. And, yeah, yeah, no shit, man. I big old fucking tube, so what? I you could you could fit the whole dealie up in there, and yeah, dude, that's one of that's when the whole beer drinking thing started with me. Fucking Keystone Lights, ugh, fucking nasty. I remember them days, man. Yeah, I still got them Keystone Lights you brought over like three years ago when Junior bit you. <laughs> <laughs> the eighteen pack. That shit's still chilling. <laughs> No, I man, it's sitting out, but fuck, I need to get rid of it. It's sitting <laughs> out for three years. In the same spot, bro. I set my dog, I set the dog bones on it. It's done seeing so many winters. Man. <laughs> seen a lot of, seen a lot of things. Oh my God, man. The beer bong to the shotgun and a legend was born. Big Ren, that is our Q&A. We've had a great episode, man. Um, stick around with us. Next is coming. Next coming is the Survivor Series prediction show. We're going to keep this train rolling, man. Big Ren, let them know how they can reach you on the social medias, dog. We'll do it, amigo. You guys can find me on uh, Twitter and Instagram at a motherfucker, A underscore M-A-A-F-H-U-C-K-A. And you can also find me on Snapchat at MoffedUp316, M-A-A-F-F-H-H-D-U-P-316. Check it out, man. <laughs> Hit me on Twitter and the Instagrams at Juvidesa, you know, J-U-V-I-D-S-A-Y-U-N-O. Hit us on the hard camera on the Twitter and the Instagrams at the hard camera. Check out the Spotify page, man. We've upgraded. We're moving on up. Trying to use this thing to pay some bills. Help us pay our bills, please. Bills. <laughs> tell the people you love. They'll tell the people you like over on Spotify. They'll catch up with us, man. We got a good product over here. Well, like I said, man, coming up next is the Survivor Series show. Dog, you know the Survivor Series show is our two-year anniversary. Aww. Yeah, man. Cue the, cue the turtle doves. Two years of the hard camera. That'll be next uh, next episode. Looking forward to that one. What's up? It's been two years. It's been two years, man. Went by quick. Yeah, yeah man. Two See, like, dude, years. I'm surprised, like this fucking, because I always watch the same concert for every show. Yeah, I've got it on Blu-ray, so I've watched the same concert fifty-two <laughs> fucking times. <laughs> <laughs> It never gets old. I'm surprised this fucking disc still works. (laughs) That is funny, man. Hey, we're going to outlast that disc, man. We're going to keep it pushing. Until next time, though, we'll see you all next time. I am your guy, Juve. That is my partner, Big Ren, the legendary, and together we are the Enforcers. And we'll see you all next time. Adios, amigos. Salute.